passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe Pitch Free Throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, DJ Nikki, Snacks, Kreider, right here, 1090. Nick. The mightier. The mightier 1090. 1090. I love our 1090 fan, man. I always do. Yeah. Uh, shout out Scott Kaplan, bro. Shout out to him and his family. Shout out to everyone involved in the 1090 game. Bill I've been listening. I've been listening to 1090 since I was a kid. Yeah. It's a dream come true. Keep now dreaming. we out here. Now we live in the dream. But listen, listen, yeah, listen, listen. Talk to me. We got some baseball to talk about. Please, love it. The Padres are in a very interesting position right now with not a lot of games left in the regular season. They currently sit as the five seed in the yeah. wild card race. Now, for those of you who don't know, there are three wild card teams this season that make it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. As it stands, the Braves have the top wild card spot. Yeah. Padres at five, Phillies at six. Mm. The six seed will play the Cardinals, who are the three seed. The five seed and the six seed will play against each other. And then the five one and seed. The four, five and the, the four. five and the four. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. The one and the two have first round buys. Now, if I'm the Padres or if I'm any team, I want to steer clear away from the Braves. And I want to probably not play the Dodgers until you have to which would be the nlcs sure correct so that would mean you want to be the sixth seed where the phillies are because that would put you playing against the cardinals who you're having success against in the series yeah and then perceivably the mets if you beat the cardinals rather than playing the dodgers next which still not easy however dodgers have over 100 wins this season the thing is bro for me and why a couple and, whole, and really quickly the Mets and the Braves can flip flop. They're they're neck and neck. Yeah, they can flip flop. And really quickly before you 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 get into it, yeah. The thing about playing the Mets in a five game series, which would be the divisional playoff, and then playing the Mets in a seven game series, is you face Degrom and Scherzer less in a five game series. I don't even think it matters because my and I know you like to say that the Padres own. Max Scherzer. No one owns Max Scherzer. I've never said that. I feel like you've said that they had. And I mean, in recent years, we've definitely played him really well. But okay. no, you're right. No one. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You have to face those guys no matter what, and you have to win. And you have to win. Only have to win three games in a five. So let's say we count both those as losses. Okay. Right. 
so DeGrom and Scherzer beat y'all. I, if I'm you, the best case scenario for the Padres, they drop to the sixth seed with the Phillies, which they're going to play to win the game, right? But you drop to the sixth seed, the Braves swoop past the Mets, and then you go Cardinals-Braves. That's like your best chance to get the NLCS. If you're the if you're the Padres and things are starting to click for you right now, the team's kind of like there was that like lull where the Dodgers were scorching hot and they were dealing with the Tati stuff and like all the excitement. It was such like a weird like roller coaster of emotions for the Padres from the yeah. outside perspective. I mean, like seeing you with it. Oh yeah, because like you have the euphoric high of like Soto, Drury, Bell, Hater, Tatis coming back. Tatis suspended. Hater blowing up. Hater sucked. Bell and Soto have kind of sucked too. They they started turning it back on lately. I mean, for a while, Soto was hitting under a hundred. I think he was hitting like sixty seven or something. Struggled. His batting average but, struggled. Yeah, this it year. was really bad this year. Um, might be his approach. I don't know. He's, I mean, I think you know the walks are great and everything, but at the same time, you got to hit the ball because you got to score runs. And when guys are on base, walks not going to do a ton for you. Yeah. They've definitely made a resurgence, though. Uh, I talked to Heath Bell about it on Ring the Bell Pods Talk. Check it out if you want more Padres content on Apple or Spotify. Do you want to get your podcasts? Nice. Good plug. Great plug. Great plug. But Heath was saying all season long that this team needs to go out and have fun. Yeah. And that they seem like they're not having fun this season. You don't see the locker room sillies. You don't see them going out doing anything super out of the ordinary that teams usually have that add character, that build bonds. Now... Recently, I saw them go to the Seahawks game together. They're, they were in Seattle for that road trip, going to the Seahawks game on Monday night. Saw them go to the Bad Bunny concert at Peco Park on their day off after the road trip in in Arizona. Nice. That's cool. So, coincidentally, they're on a nice little win streak, you know, and they're playing well and they're hitting well. The pitching has looked amazing. Snow. The starting pitching has not let up hardly any runs with the last five, six starts. So... I want people to understand as well that last season, obviously that had that huge decline or that huge skid. It's called a meltdown. A meltdown, yeah. right, and towards the back half of the season. They had about the same record on June 30th of last season as they did this season. And now they've already eclipsed their wins from last season. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're above 500 team this season, and they didn't have the meltdown. They're a playoff team, you know, without Tatis. Guys have really stepped up. Kim has stepped up. I'm like I'm like wavering. Like I used to think that the AL was like a one it was like a one trick pony. Like I thought the AL was gonna be the Astros or bust. Right now the Astros are the one seed there, the Yankees are the two. The Guardians are picking it up. Like the Guardians have pitching it's like the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are really picking it up, and right now you'll have Seattle for, in the benefit of some of these teams. I think Seattle, I think Seattle and Toronto, in my mind, can play spoiler to a lot of teams. Are more dangerous than the Padres. I would rather face San Diego than Seattle or Toronto. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if you're a playoff team, you can be anything. Could happen. You can yeah. be anybody. We, we've seen it with the Nationals. We saw it with the Braves last year. The Braves were not the best team heading into the playoffs. They were injured. They retooled. We thought they were going to have to sell at one they, point. They had, they had all the magic in the world that came and, and helped them out and get through the playoffs. And the Nationals did the same thing the year before. The Giants had done the pass as a wild card team. The Red so- were the Red Sox a wild card team anytime they want it? Yeah. Yeah. So anyone can get in there and beat teams. Mm-hmm. It's just about getting hot at the right time. And 
I know baseball fans have heard that phrase so many times, but the time is now. Ride the wave of the back half of the regular season because once you get hot with about 15, 12 games left in the season, you're feeling really good heading into the playoffs. You have all the confidence in the world. The guys are feeling good. They're revitalized. You know, they've, they have broken their slumps. They're hitting slumps. It looks like Josh Hader has figured out his pitching woes. He's been locked down his last few appearances. So I'm really liking what I see right now are the Padres. And I think anyone's scary. But you're right. Seattle's good. Toronto's good. They're playing good baseball. And I think they can take down anybody. Yeah, I'm trying to see the list of the teams that won the World Series. I mean, I know the Giants did it. Yeah. Um, the Mets reached the World Series. Of the, I think they were the wild card team. I think the Nats were the the NL East winner that yeah, year. Yeah, but they weren't like the one or two seed. They were they were like a third seed or something. I don't. I gotta relook. I mean, look how many times have the Dodgers been the top seed and been knocked off? I, I that's my All thing the with the Dodgers. Like I'm like way less scared about them than anybody. The team I'm most frightened about is the Astros in the playoffs. Yeah, of course, top to bottom, they're nice. The Dodgers aren't scary because if you look at their lineup. They've got Muncie hitting under two hundred. He's they've picked got it back up. Bellinger who's hitting around two hundred. You know, Gallo. Like they play these guys like, in like how sustainable is that in a playoff series? It's unsustainable. You have Kershaw, Urias, Mays back, who Mays hasn't looked back. great. He's in fine. Bueller's out for the season. Yeah. Like Gonsolin, is he gonna be back for the playoffs? They'll, 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 have, they'll have Gonsolin, you know, the Anderson. Like they'll have these guys to pitch, but like if I'm going out, I'm feeling really like if I'm the Padres, like for, like for let's go by team by team quickly on their pitching. Like if I'm the Padres, you have Darvish into Musgrove into Snell. Feeling pretty confident about Clevenger that. too. Clevenger as well as the four. If I'm the Mets, I have Degrom Scherzer. You you don't feel much better than that. Followed by Carrasco, or if you want to go Ty Walker, right? And then you have a good bullpen. You're the best, maybe the best closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outside this of Emmanuel sure. Clayson on the on the, on the Guardians. But, like, you go through everybody, like, all of a sudden the Mariners, obviously, they have Gilbert and Ray, and they add Castillo, which was a huge pickup. You know, Manoa on the Blue Jays is a true ace with Gosman. Like, that's a dangerous one-two punch. And Barrios is still, like, Barrios is in the same vein as, like, a— And I don't necessarily think the Yankees really have that. No, because Garrett Cole—you took Garrett Cole first in our fantasy baseball league, and he was supposed to be the ace. And blew and he, up my face. And he blew up, blew up in your ace, face. Ace in my face. Ace in your face. Like, Garrett Cole— st- like he didn't stink, but he stunk by Garrett Cole standards. Like there was guys like, if you're getting paid that much money and you're on the Yankees and you have that kind of strikeout stuff, you you should you should be a top three Cy Young it's, candidate, and he's not. Anytime a guy gets the bag, doesn't play well after that. Um, for the most part, there's got to be exceptions, but sure, there's got to be exceptions. But like, you think about the motivation that you had before getting the bag. And then get in the bag, getting a three hundred million dollar contract. It's a little bit different. I also think playing in New York is not for the faint of heart. Oh, obviously not. Joey Gallo was on the brink of tears. He probably did cry when he went back to his apartment in New York. Yeah, it's horrifying. I mean, the guy, the Yankees. On one hand, they have the magic of Judge. They have Rizzo be back. They have he's been powerful this season. They have LeMahieu. They have the power of Stanton. Like they have all these guys in the building. They have young guys that have come up, you know, and and then are have, are showing out in bright spots. Clay Holmes has proven to be shaky, shaky beef. Chapman's over the hill. 
Like, what are you going to get from Sev? You know what I'm saying? What are you going to get from Nestor Cortez? Like, you know, Ta- Jameson, Taylor, like, like, what are you necessarily going to go get from these guys? The term shaky, shaky beef. Is good. Did you get that from Little Sister, the restaurant that we ate at? No, I just came up with it on my own. I mean, it's, it's a food. I came up with it on my own. Like, I, the thing is with that. But, like, what makes it double shaky? I don't know. Like, they give it one shake, two shake, three shake, foe. Hmm. The thing is, like, the Yankees, like, they traded Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader, and obviously Bader is, like, just coming back, and you, you can't really foresee that. But I kind of think that was – I think that was a bad move on Cashman's part because you can never have too much pit- – It's a lateral move. It's a la- it didn't make – you got rid of pitching for, like, no reason, like, honestly. If for a glove, playoff team, you cannot have enough pitching, as you just I'm, said right now, yeah. because you see sometimes you have those bullpen games where teams blow through their entire bullpen, and then the next game they're depleted, and the team that basically has more arms wins that game. Bro, don't even get me started in the Astros. Verlander, Valdez, who set the record from Garcia for, for 25 quality starts. Garcia, McCullers, you know, they have Presley at the back end. You know they have go, they have a bevy of guys who have been there in some capacity before. Like they like they have guys there. They have Arquiti. Like they have guys that can really pitch. And not to mention, on top of the pitching, they probably have. They like might have the best lineup in baseball. Like do they? It's pretty good. It there's, Altuve, there's teams that can contend, but it's pretty good. Altuve, Bregman, the foursome, mm-hmm. real quick. Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, Alvarez. I mean, I, I'm just asking you. Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. Betts. Okay, that's better. You know, Alonzo Lindor, Marte when he's healthy. I still think the Astros are uh, have an upper hand there, but that's close. I mean, if Tatis is playing, Machado. So yeah, but Tatis. guess what, bro? He ain't. And then you have no. Cardinals. Cardinals though, Goldschmidt and Arenado. At least he's a duo. Like you know, yeah. Three players in the top five in WAR. Pretty crazy. Tommy Edmond, yeah. Hundred uh, percent, the the power of Stanton Judge. I mean, honestly, the way Bo Bichette's been playing, like the Blue Jays, Guerrero. Springer, Bichette, Bichette, Guerrero, yeah, uh, Hernandez, Gurriel, like their line, Kirk, their lineup's nice too. Yep. I just, I'm, st- I'm really stoked for the playoffs. I wish the Orioles would jump the Rays. The Rays are just like the least sexy team in baseball. Yeah, and uh, outside of a Rosarena. <laughs> yeah, he's sexy. Yeah, too sexy for a shirt. Like they are. Are they not good? I like what? Him. Who? McClanahan. Yeah, but like he's just like not like. We talked about swagger on our TV show. Like swagger kind of goes when I like try to pull for teams. Like obviously, I'm look not, at swag. I'm not really rooting for the Blue Jays and the Rays because they're in the division. But like, it's like lesser of two evils against like everybody about the Yankees. Honestly, like. The Guardians don't necessarily have that swag, and neither do the Rays. Like I think the Guardians are in a nice position. It'll take a, it'll take almost a miracle for the White Sox to kind of you know catch fire and, and surpass them. But I would have loved for I would have loved to have seen the White Sox get in there because of the pedigree of like swag their yeah. team has. But I think quite honestly, when it comes injuries for the White Sox and uh, one of the worst decisions in managing managerial hires I've ever seen. Yeah. Toyin Larusa has not been great, but he's gone. He's left. He took a leave of absence. He's not the guy. Like yeah. he, he never should have been hired there. It's kind of like hiring a, a president who is um, over the age of seventy-five. Are you getting political? No, no. I'm just saying. Um, who's the swaggiest player in baseball to you? Like the swag. Uh, mm, not your guy anymore. He's cheated. 
Julio Rodriguez is up there. Acuna, like, uh, was in the mix, not anymore. Honestly, you know who, you know, have you ever seen? Tim Anderson's pretty swag. Yeah, Tim Anderson's a stud. You know who, have you ever seen me take a bigger flip on a player than I have from when we first started doing our podcast together than I am right now? With Acuna? Bryce Harper. Because remember, I used to really dislike Bryce Harper. I think you you just thought he was overrated. But he's right. proven me wrong, and I love Harper. Yeah, I'm a I huge think he's matured. I think honestly, I think he's matured a lot. Yeah, because we're used to the Bryce Harper that came up in an early age that was cocky. Yeah, that was kind of had a, had an attitude. You know, was a little bit overrated at times. You know, he did win an MVP, but he followed up with some pretty you know shaky shaky beef seasons. Nice. What do you so? Do? Um, he's matured. I think that comes with age, and I think he's entering his prime. And right now, I know he's been injured, but they're getting him back, and I'm excited to see it because look, you want to see teams play at full health. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a haphazard team. No, no, you want to see teams play at full health for sure. I don't. I just had this crazy thought. Like we're talking about swag players. Spencer Strider on the Braves is pretty swag. The rookie, he's probably going to win Rookie of the Year over his teammate Michael Harris. That guy's got like in like 130 innings, like 200 Ks. That guy strikes dudes out, and. That goes back to the playoff point. Yeah, the Mets have DeGrom, Scherzer, but Freed, Strider, Wright, and an experienced Charlie Morton plus Odorizzi, like not great, but as your fifth guy to mix in and out, like the Braves are the Braves are dangerous, Bro, dude. Odorizzi's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared of him. No, I'm not saying you should be scared of him. It's just like a good piece to have though. It's a good arm. Like it's a good, you know, arm to add some depth. I, I we could talk about like the whole records and judge and pool holes in the next segment. Uh, for me, though, the three-game wild card is exhilarating. I think it's like, I think it's kind of unfair for the for the third division winner. I think it kind of sucks. Why is that? Because like they, I mean, they should have won more games in the regular season. I mean, in some instances, I mean, in some instances, it stinks for the Braves because the Braves were the better team than the Cardinals. But the Cardinals were a really good enough team that like they shouldn't. I just think it's kind of a shaft. Like the three game is is detrimental, especially to a team like the Cardinals who don't have like it, well, that one two ways. It's just the way that baseball is is structured. There's sure. only three divisions. Yeah. Right? So like, if there's only three divisions, then right. Yeah, yeah, there's three divisions. Yeah, so if there's only three divisions, then, you know, there's it's an odd number. So yeah. two teams get a bye, which I, I like that. You reward a team for playing well in the season. If there are four divisions, then, yeah, then it'd be different. But I think it should be four. I think they should add a team a pop, and there should be four divisions. You mean add, a, so add six teams? No, 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 just two. A team AL, team NL. Oh, oh. And go fours. Yeah, yeah, so 32. Yeah, like they do in the National Football League. Add a team of pop. Yeah, they should do that for sure. A team like Vegas. Okay, well, let's let's throw out some. We've got some time. Yeah, so a couple minutes here. Let, let's throw minutes. out some ideal relocation or new franchise areas. So Vegas, got to be up there. Austin, Texas. Yes, because not just because it's like our hometown. Like the experience, the well, soccer experiment. It's the well. biggest city in the United States that didn't have a professional sports team, and now. Uh, Austin FC is there, and people love it. 
And of course, they had Round Rock Express too, which is like the most successful AAA team in, in all of minor league baseball. Yeah. So I would say those Nashville. Nashville would be cool. New Orleans. Yeah. Nola. Like baseball needs like, honestly though, like baseball could do Mexico City. Mexico City would be awesome. Would be dope. Like I'm into the they're Mex- playing this series. They're Padres and Giants next. I'm year. into the Mexico City thing. And I'm into it has to be two big cities. It can't be two the only reason like it can't be like Vegas. It can't be Vegas. It can't. Sure. I mean, yeah, I don't I'm not gonna go against Vegas. You never bet against Vegas. Mexico City for sure though. You want you can't have another situation where we're adding a team like the the A's or the Rays where no one goes to these games. Right. Mexico City's got like over twenty million people. Yeah, and their population—they're gonna—they're gonna fill seats. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. I I think Mexico City would probably be my go-to. Then maybe a team up north, maybe a city you feel you maybe you could double up the, somewhere. The only thing that I would be cautious of in Mexico City, Montreal. and I think a lot of people are, is the drug cartels. I don't think the ML, the MLB is really gonna look deeply into how they plan on cleaning up crime in Mexico before they move a professional team there. Yeah, I mean Manfred is such a stick in the mud. He's they got to f- protect their fans. They got to no, protect yeah. their players. I, I, I'm, I would love to give them more of a benefit of the doubt, but that's an interesting point for sure. Joshua Fisher, DJ Nikki Snacks Crider, we're the Charity Stripe, right here, 1090 Stadium. We'll see you in just a hot second. 1090 ESPN. We'll see you in just a hot second. Don't get anywhere. We'll be right back. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code BELIEVE and get 50% off your first deposit. So whatever your first deposit is at BetOnline.ag, and you could bet on anything. Futures for MLB. NBA playoffs is right around the corner. Actually, it's here. It's upon us playing games start tonight. So go to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get 50% off your first deposit. Thanks for joining us. We outcha. We love you. Fans out there, drag both feet about, swing on a full counter, rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. Hit your free throws because they are free. Hook them. Flatcher described your TV screen, not your TV sound. Experiencing your entertainment like never before with the new Sonos Ray. This compact and easy-to-use soundbar puts you at the center of shows, movies, games, and more with crisp highs and precisely balanced bass. Breeze through setup with help from Sonos app. You can even use your own remote for control and when the tv is off stream music radio podcasts like this and audiobooks from all your favorite services visit sonos.com to learn more passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. Joshua Fisher, DJ Nikki Snacks, Kreider right here. The Mightier 1090 ESPN. All right. 
like the way you said that. You think so? Yeah. The Mightier 1090 ESPN. Bill Hagen, he's, he's gunning for his job. No, Bill Hagen does it the best, but I do it solid. Maybe I'll throw a little twang on it. Yeah. The Mightier 1090 ESPN. Yeah, maybe Chattanooga. Chattanooga ESPN. Yeah, there you That's go. it. That's what we're talking about. All right, uh, Chattanooga. Don't. Titans are home dogs against the Raiders. Don't want to touch that game. Also, probably going to be a snooze fest. Um, bets we like in the NFL. Honestly, you know what bet I really like? What do you like? I'm not extremely high on them as a franchise right now. As I, I think they're an overrated franchise, by the way, and I'm not as high on them as a team as many people are. But I love looking for home dogs. And a home dog I really like. Broncos, money line versus the Niners in mile high. I mean, they're looking for a win. They're looking for a, a, a signature win. They Broncos sh- country, let's ride. Let's ride. There's no one who knows the Niners better than Russell Wilson does. Yes. Right? Um, at home. I don't know. I think the Niners team's good. I think they got better from the Trey Lance injury, unfortunately. Sure. So it's tough to say, but you know, it's the truth. They were great last year with Jimmy G. You know, they made it to the NFC Championship game, and it's pretty much the same team now. Okay, so pick or pass. I'd pass on that one. Okay, nice. Uh, this is uh, this is fun. Like we're making things up on the fly, little seggies. Bills versus Dolphins in Miami. The Bills are minus six. Everyone's high on the Dolphins yeah, after I'm taking it. You're taking the Bills. Taking minus the Bills minus six. Thank you. I think anything, anything that is lower than seven, seven or less points, I'm taking this season on the Bills until they're, they prove they're, me they're, otherwise. Yeah, yep. Until they prove me otherwise, if they're favored by seven or less points, I'm always going to take it. Okay, let's stick with on the road favorites. Unless they're playing against the Chief Chiefs or the Chargers. Okay, on the road favorites of teams that I think are completely dominant. The Colts are at home. Last week, they lost the Jags 24-0, got blank. Their offense looked abysmal. Michael Pittman, assume he's playing. They're at home. Chiefs, five and a half. Um, Do you take the Chiefs five and a half, or are yes, you passing? I would take the Chiefs five and a half. Nice. Although, if they were playing another team, I think they'd have a bounce back week. Kind of show me. You yeah, know? Jonathan Taylor really didn't get in the mix, and they were playing by, from behind a lot. But I expect that they're going to give him probably like twenty to twenty-five carries, maybe more. In division games are usually a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. The Commanders beat the Jags week one, who are a bit better than we thought. Lost to the Lions in Detroit, who are a bit better than we thought. They're at home against the scorching red-hot Eagles, plus six and a half. Mm. Wentz revenge game. There, see, the thing is, the revenge games for me never pan out because okay. I thought Baker was going to have a, re- a revenge win as well. Sure. And he lost that game. It's almost as if the team that they're playing against knows the player too well, right? Knows their their weaknesses. There's more film strengths. Back There's, in the day, yeah. Exactly. Um, man, I think the Eagles are really good. You said it's plus what? Plus six and a half. That's a lot. Passing? I would. You don't have to take. I it would if you take. Don't want. I We're would just take, trying to take five bets here. Right now, you've taken two. Chiefs okay. And Bills. Yeah, I'm passing on that bet. I'm not. I'm not touching that game because I think it can go either way. Yeah. Okay. Love it. I don't want to make you feel pressured. Yeah. Thank you. Got you. That's not cool. This is an interesting one. Lions 
in Minnesota. Minnesota had a couple red zone opportunities. Kirk Cousins couldn't take care of the football. But week one, their offense looked good against a good Green Bay defense. The Lions' offense has been scorching hot. The over in that game is 53. Do you like the over, the under, or are you passing? Mm, I like the over. Lions have been very high-powered all season long. And, um, you know, these divisional games, they're always they're always fun to watch. And I'm looking at Amon Ross St. Brown to try to show up his boy, Justin Jefferson. Mm. Mm. Okay. Here's an interesting one. We have the Cardinals hosting the Rams. Plus three and a half at home. Riding with the home dog. Do you prefer the favored Rams, or are you passing on this one? Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that one as well because the Rams almost let up let up the lead against the Falcons last week at home, and the and the Cardinals can come back, and the Cardinals can't get back. Yeah, do I have a lot of options left? We have some options left. Okay, We're good, chilling. good, good. I don't want to be left with nothing. No, right now you have the over in the Lions game. Okay. You have the Bills minus six. Mm-hmm. You have the Chiefs minus five and a half. Sweet. I'm getting texted by people because I picked the Saints preseason to go to the Super Bowl versus the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Not a good week two for that pick, but there's a lot of football left. There's a ton of football. Ton of football left. Okay. Your Chargers host the Jaguars, coming off a gut wrenching loss in Arrowhead. Herbert's first one. Seven point favorites. Pass. It's a smart pass, my friend. It's a pass. I, I do think that they're probably they're gonna win that game. Okay. But what if Herbert doesn't play? What if Keenan Allen doesn't play? Yeah, it's a tough one. Okay, some under two point favorites. The Falcons in Seattle are favored by one. Pass. I don't know who's good in that in that game, honestly. Okay. Packers in Tampa. Tampa minus one and a half. No, Mike Evans. Um, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Bucks minus one and a half. Right? I think it's a trap game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna take that one because I think that that's the best defense in the league, and Rodgers really struggled in Week One against a pretty good defense, but not the best defense. And he was league. solid in Week Two, but he didn't light it up. I, I think two. that the DBs for the Bucks. Are gonna have a field day with the wide receivers that Green Bay has, and the run game is unbelievable on the defensive side of the football for the Bucks. I think that line is so swayed by the receiving group of Tampa Bay. I think they run the football, they dink and dunk their way through offense, and defensively they shut Green Bay down. Yep. I'm with you. Okay, big favorite week. Cowboys we need plus. a big favorite week. There's been a lot of big upsets in the last two weeks. Yeah, I'm with you. Cowboys. At the Giants in the Meadowlands, Giants are favored by one. Ooh, that's tough. Um, that's on Monday night. The Jets and the Jets are fit. The Jets, sorry, the Bengals are favored by five. I only need one more bet, right? You only need one more bet. I hear your options. I'll give okay. you your options, cool, so you cool, can, cool. so you don't have to pick right away. You yeah, can pick please, from the best, the best. Appreciate that. Ravens in New England, minus two and a half. That's got some sex appeal. Yeah, that's sexy. Steelers in Cleveland, Cleveland minus four. Okay. Cincy in New York, Cincy minus five. 
We passed in the Raiders Titans game, right? We told that to kick rocks. Saints minus three in Carolina. Houston, sorry, Bears minus three versus the Texans at home. Those are the games you have left. Give me. I want to see what you want to. I want to see if you pick the same one I'm picking. Give me the Bengals. I think the Bengals do not start 0 3. And they really need to turn it on because they were. Look, just because you didn't win the Super Bowl doesn't mean you still can't have a Super Bowl hangover, right? You still went, you still partied, you know? Maybe you didn't drink as much as the team that won. You still partied, you were there. I think that they turn it on this week against the Jets. It's a tune-up game. Um, not buying the Flacco buzz here that he's back. Yes, Garrett Wilson was sick, but you know, I think the Bengals have good defensive backs that can lock him up. Not like it was thirty-one seventeen with no time left. They blew that game. Yeah, Browns blew it. Yeah, I'm with you. So we have Cincy minus five, Chiefs minus that five. That was the team half. that you were going to pick. Too? Yeah, hundred percent. They're locked for a bounce back game. Chiefs minus five and a half, Bills minus six until proven otherwise. We're riding with them completely. The minus one and a half, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home versus the Green Bay Packers trap game. And then we're going over, though. So favorites, four favorites and an over. Four favorites spread and an over. It's a nice parlay. I like the, I think the over, the over-unders are always sketchy. But I, I just love an over-under. I like rooting for a score. I love rooting for an over. I think rooting for an under is super boring. Right, because you're rooting for a defensive game. Yeah, like you're like don't want someone to score. Like that sucks. Like I want, I want to see offense. I want to see high powered offenses go at it. I want to see people throw the ball around the yard, and I want to see running backs pound it. Okay. How many fantasy leagues are you in? I'm in four. Is there any team that you're like, oh, they? Um, that you think is like not good. I mean, I have one team that is zero and two. I actually have two teams that are owned to my work league here with, with us, the believe okay, team. Sure. Um, but whatever, like there's no buy in there. So I yeah, guess that kind of sucks though. You don't want to be owned to it. It's kind of like, yeah, well I'm owned to my, in the league that I'm a commissioner for. Um, but you know, I've had some injuries yeah. already. Um, my big league, I'm a little bit skeptical. I'm one and one, but my, my running backs are tough. I've got Eckler. But then after that, got Dobbins and Dobbins hasn't been able to play that's hard. so everyone else that I'm on my bench are backups really yeah so like my running back two are, is like is, is Mostert this week um he had like what 11 carries last game yeah but still like it's against not, Buffalo it sucks yeah, yeah it's, it's not what I'm trying to be good. going after you know and I'm running Sterling Shepard as a wide receiver three I'm running him as wide receiver two in one league what happened there? Well, because I have DeAndre Hopkins who's suspended and potentially Keenan Allen who might not play. The Keenan Allen situation. I'm in a Keenan Allen situation as well. <clears throat> so one league, I'm one in three. In our league, I'm doing great. Yeah. Your I mean, I, I've got Yeah. It's um, nice. One league, I'm one in three. So they do your head-to-head record like a matchup, and then they do your record against the median score, which kind of stinks. And so I've lost the median score twice, but I've won one matchup. That's kind of a weird scoring system. I don't know. It, it's a dynasty league. It's like, don't be a dynasty league and a weird scoring matchup league. This is absurd. Pick one or the other. Yeah. This is absurd. Like, yeah, both her, Yeah. Herbert, Kamar has been a question. Keenan Allen's been a question. Now Judy's a question mark. Like, Godwin's. 
I've been riding the Godwin train, and that's been an utter disaster, honestly, to start the season. My other league is like train wreck. Two QBs. My QB one was supposed to be Lance. He's done. Henry and Kamara going into the year, my running back duo. Piss poor. That's terrible. I have Scary Terry. I have Mike Will. I have Travis Kelsey. I mean, I feel like when you drafted your team, you were probably really happy. Because I had Kelsey, Mike Will, McLaurin, Jameis, Wentz, like Deshaun down the line, which, you know, sorry, I'm trying to win a championship here. Um, Yeah, I mean, now Trey Lance. I mean, I don't even know who to drop Trey Lance for because it's a 2QB league. It's a 2QB league, and like. And you got to keep him in case he's. You know, use them next season, right? No, it's not. A, that's not a dynasty league. It's oh god, it, it is, yeah. I mean, like all these different kinds of rule leagues. I like you. You're not like a huge two QB league guy. I like it for a ten team. I don't mind it, but it just gets so chaotic. Like I'm, I'm looking at our league that we have. It's yeah. a ten team league, two yeah. QB league, and there's like three starters that you can pick up on for agency right now. Yeah, I mean, dude, that one of them's like Flacco. I had four QBs. They got, he got picked up already. Flacco. Flacco. It's like Brissett. Um, who else? Cooper Rush? Like, come on. I'm not picking up those two guys. Geno Smith? Like, those are the options to pick up right now on the waiver wire for our league. Well, here's the issue. Listen to this issue that I ran into the other two QB league. My QBs were supposed to be Lance and Winston with Wentz as a backup. Winston and Wentz have the same buy, but I have, it's week Ooh. 14, and I drafted Deshaun. So okay. then I was going to rotate between those four and be fine in that double week 14 buy. I now know, you need someone else. Now I need somebody else because Lance yeah. is out. Yeah, yeah. What a, dis- what a train wreck. What of a, a train whack. What a train wreck of a situation. Is that the thing about the two QB league that was interesting, though, during our draft is people go so quickly on the quarterbacks. Toss and I did. You, I mean, you took them round one and two. You took Herbert and Mahomes. Yeah. Which, cool. That was awesome. But... You know, I went out and got Tom Brady. I waited on him, and then I got Carson Wentz, who's been looking great. And I was able to load up on better skill players. So my skill players are Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle. Like, yeah, the Waddle, the Waddle thing is like everyone else being sleeping on him. Like, I obviously it's a great pick. I mean, mine are like Javante McLaurin. My, I have a, I have my I have the Mike Will McLaurin thing in two leagues, and I've. I have the Mike Will, McLaurin, and Kelsey thing in two leagues. The same the same exact trio. Damn. It's so weird the draft fell like that. Both, so, so weird. So weird. It's both two QB leagues, too. That's crazy. It's very crazy. Uh, the thing is, it's like so crazy. Like, I need, like, I just, like, one fantasy. The, the injuries kill me. And you know what injuries I, if my player gets injured, all right, I could live with that. If the quarterback of my top player gets injured, and then it's just like a question Dow, mark, yeah. like Dak and CD. It's the second time it's happened to me with Dak. Like it's so sad about for Dak, of course. But when Dak had that horrific ankle injury, my like top receiver, like my number two receiver, like a, a, an important position in a PPR three wide receiver league, was Amari. And then like I couldn't bench Amari. But like he kind of was borderline unstartable at sometimes mm-hmm. because like the, the QB was gone. Like yeah. that's how I feel with CD right now. Yeah. Like I can't ride Cooper Rush. Dude. I feel you. No, I wouldn't want to either. Talking all this fantasy football talk has got me really jacked. Uh, jacked, but also curious because sure. we hung out with a fantasy football legend today in the Belief Studio. Yeah, we kicked it with Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, CJ2K. Did you ever have him in a league? Yeah. 
We were actually. I had him for his 2,000 yard lead rushing uh, year. Really? Yeah. We were, that was like early in our fantasy. Yeah, 2009. I had him. I think it was my first year playing fantasy. I was 14 years old. I don't. I definitely didn't have him. I mean, maybe. I don't know. That man ran for 2,000 yards. Yeah, it was ridiculous. 14 touchdowns. He's actually. taller than you. He, he was taller than we thought. Yeah, I mean, granted, I think he had some um, higher platform shoes a little bit. Like, I think his, his shoes kind of raised mm. him up a little bit. But he was taller than I expected. I thought he was going to be like a 5'10", smaller guy. No, nah, he, he was pretty tall. Yeah. Um, so pretty built, too. Yeah, I mean, dude. And you, you brought up a good question to me today. Is he the fastest person I've ever met in my life? Ever been in a room with? Or met. <laughs> yeah, or met, sure. Sorry. Yeah, same, same. Been in the room with? I don't know. I've probably been in the room with a lot of people. You never know. Sorry. Fastest person you've ever met. Yeah, honestly, I can't think of anyone faster than him. Have you ever met Marquise Goodwin? No. And is Marquise Goodwin even faster than him? I think Marquise ran like a 4-3 or like a, like a high 4-2 at the combine. I, I'd have to look it up, but no. I, fastest person I've ever met. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Like thinking about all the times, like, yo, I'm faster than you. Like, yo. That guy, it's crazy. I had him in his perspective, you know. I had him. <laughs> I had him the year he was like pretty decent on that good Cardinals team. Like later in his career, like that was like the last time I was like cognizant of having him. And he actually spoke about that, about how he had a, he had a really good year for the Cardinals, but David Johnson was like the up and comer, yeah, yeah. And they completely just like flipped it on him. And with the young guy, I mean, they probably wanted you know. He had a Dan, I, I, and like, I, as we're talking about this, I'm going through David Johnson's stats. <laughs> he had like one year where he had like almost a thousand. Oh, he was insane. Yeah, he was insane. He was just like the perfect do it all back. That was an insane year. There was a year I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I had Arian Foster, Adrian Peterson, and Chris Johnson all on one team. I drafted AP one overall. I think I picked up Foster on the waiver wire. And then I traded for for Chris Foster was a stud fantasy player. Yeah, one of my favorites. He's fun to watch. Fun to watch. He was like an un, like an un, under the radar. All guy. those guys. That was a great era for running backs. Jamal Charles, goat fantasy back. Yeah, Rishon Drew. Like all those. That was that era. MJD of running backs. was a good one. It was an awesome era. Frank Gore was doing his thing. His stuff was like a little more like hard nosed though. Like wasn't yeah, exciting. it wasn't as like it was sexy just like oh fantasy like he, player. He had 120 yards, dope. He was just like oh yeah, that's my. It's like a dope RB two. Yeah. Yeah, who else was like tight? Like Marshawn Lynch was like kind of like the Frank Gore type, honestly. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other guys who were like really, just like really good fantasy running backs. I was always the receiver I mean, of guy. Ladanian. Yeah, but I'm but not I talking. Before. But I'm not talking about like the Prius Holmes, LT, Sean Alexander era. I'm talking about like our era of coming we up. Actually fan- played, yeah. yeah, Forte. <laughs> Matt Forte was dope. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. Sean Green had some good years, I feel like. Sean Green? Yeah. Yeah, he was solid. He was decent. He, he, he was all right. He was good. It was Doug Martin had a couple good ones. Yeah, he had a couple big, big old ones. He had a couple big old years for sure. Anybody on the Raiders, the Cowboys? They had McFadden for a while. Um, Meh, on both squads. Yeah. But real. I'm trying to. Th- no, not Reggie. Mm-mm. We'll have to go through it. I'm kind of going off the dome. Ray Rice, you know, obviously, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want to shout him out, but like, he he, he had it. He was good in fantasy. Mendenhall, meh. Maroney, meh. No nah. one Steelers. No. Nah. From like that era that I'm th- that I could think of. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, Le'Veon, but he was a little bit after. Yeah, he knew he won me a league one year. 
I mean, he was amazing. He was so good. He was, he was incredible. There, there's just always a couple massive league winners. We'll find out who the league winner will be. The, who do you think the quick week? Really, we have five seconds. Ah, who's going to be like the league winner this year? Like, okay, this guy does it for the team. You're talking about fantasy football player? player. Like, who's your guy? Who's the guy that's going to win you the league? Wide receiver, <laughs> running back. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's league winner? Tyree Kill. That's okay. my league winner this year. All right. Joshua Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Crider. Fans out there, drag both feet in bounds, swing on a full count. Rip that puck, hit that putt, your PKs because they're free and your free throws. Why, Nick? Uh, turn the mic away because it's free. Because they're free. We actually love you. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.